so welcome i am so excited um it's great to be having this guest on um and do check us out every week every wednesday we'll be releasing new episodes of women just everyday women just like me and you um hearing their stories hearing their journey and just having real real conversations so please check us out every week uh from 8 p.m on wednesday uh for women working well uh real talk let's get straight into it and introduce our first guest welcome welcome isang robots how are you i'm well thank you um, welcome to the show. So this is Women Working Well, uh, your host, Asim Henshaw. Thank you so much for joining the show. How are you feeling? I'm looking forward to it. Uh, interesting having my sister interview me. So yeah, looking forward to that. I didn't even start with that introduction. And by the way, everybody <laughs> that are listening, um, it's like over is my beloved sister. But we're going to get into all of that a bit later. So I always like to kick off with... The first question is, how many hats are you wearing this time? First of all, I want to be a sister, a daughter, godmother, a CEO, founder of Divine Heart Makeup. Sister, daughter, god. Um, sister, daughter, auntie. Auntie. Um, godmother. Godmother. Um, founder of Divine House of Makeup. Founder. Uh, uh, global project manager day to day soon to be trustee member of a charity board that I yes. signed up to we are seven um, mentor to uh, African Career Network and the FBSP stands for something to do female entrepreneurship uh, member of Niger Startups with the Ramaday um, soon to be author yeah, quite a few. Yes, 10. Can we say 10? It didn't count. <laughs> I counted 10. Oh, well done. Congratulations on all your 10 hats. So for those listeners who don't know who Isang Obert is all about, please, Isang, tell us a bit about yourself, what you do, how long you've been doing it, and what you love about what you do. Um, so I think I'll start off with Divine House of Makeup. So that's what most people know me for. Started off as a makeup artist a few years ago and transformed it into a business, selling my own products in terms of, in, in the form of lipstick and lashes. Um, you know, that kind of started off by just experimenting with uh, different products. You know, there's so many products on the market from Bobby Brown to Iman to Mac to Kiko to Charlotte Tilbury so I think you know I just felt like even though it seems saturated it seemed like the right thing to do um I, I feel like as, as long as there's women around hair and beauty is going to be a thriving industry so I thought why not jump into it? and also because I had a passion for it so it, it kind of made sense and kind of working as a makeup artist it came it kind of went hand in hand great and how long have you been doing that so I've been doing it for I think about six, seven years now. I haven't really been counting recently, but about that, um, like I said, we just started experimenting, started experimenting, starting doing makeup on friends, family, and then it became a business, started getting contracts and actually taking it seriously as a business. Um, we did our first international makeup masterclass in Nigeria. 
uh, in Lagos and, and yeah it's just been going from one project to, to another so I'm excited about it. Great, that is fantastic and what would you say you love, what, what is the thing that you love about what you do? It's nice to be a CEO, it's nice to be a founder. Um, it's kind of, everything seems to be aligned now. Um, the project manager, the sitting on the board of trustees, the CEO, um, the author. So it's all kind of coming together. So I think I'm liking being a boss, so to speak. So we have, there you have it. There are our very own boss lady, Isang Obot, DHM. Please tell us for those who do not know your handle, those who are not following you, just let us know what your Instagram handle is. So we've recently changed the makeup artistry page. It used to be Divine HM, now it's Isang of DHM. And the product page is at Divine House of Makeup. My Twitter is at DHM by Isang. Um, similarly on TikTok, DHM by Isang. Yeah. So it sounds that like it sounds that you are really getting ready to build your makeup empire. So you you said you started off as a makeup artist, and yes. then you branched into um, makeup products and all that stuff. So yeah. it, do you like doing both, or do you have a passion for you know the makeup set, makeup part of it, or the product part of it? Um, they're both creative in their respective rights. I like doing makeup on people because you kind of, you know, you, you can kind of just let loose and be creative and show off your creative flair. And um, there's so many products on the market that you kind of, you can mix and match. Um, the product side of it is great because it's something that can happen passively and in the background. Um, and, and initially that was a lot of work um, but I think once everything was set up and, you know, got going, we've got the e-commerce site up and running, that's kind of free-flowing. So it's just a matter of, you know, taking orders. Nice. So take us listeners back. Where did it all began, begin, rather? And, you know, what was the journey like to to discovery of DHM? Um, Where so, did it all yeah, start, basically... Really? Yeah. yeah, so basically um, I started in one of my friends' uh, homes in Northwest London. We were just kind of chatting and talking about makeup and watching YouTube videos. And I kind of just had the epiphany, I was like, I can do this as well. I can apply makeup on people, like what's so hard about it? Obviously, like when you're doing it, it's, it's quite physical labour, it's quite intense. You need, you need thick skin um, when you're in the makeup artistry industry. But I mean, it's fun, but it all kind of started in my friend's house. I laid up all the makeup products I had at the time then, which wasn't a lot. And then we just started taking pictures. I printed them out, um, started, started to build a, a portfolio. Um, and then I started to shadow major makeup artists in the industry, uh, you know, from Joya Danuga to Pauline Briscoe. And just going on different jobs, I started to take it seriously. So I started formulating my own contracts. Um, and as well as that, you know, just building up my kits, seeing what clients liked, what shades fitted the clients I was always getting, going to events, fashion shows, trade shows, you know, and just, just putting myself putting myself out there. And would you say that um, 
for those who are looking to get into this industry, you know, what top tips would you would you have for them? You know, just by you saying that it's been a six year journey, you know, is it can can you have overnight success for want of a word? But you know, what what would you say to those people who are looking to get into this um, to this business? Um, it's tough. I think you have to be tough skinned. You know, when you're doing anything that involves um, the outside party or third party, you have to think about them. Like the customer's always right. So you have to put them at the forefront of everything that you're doing. Um, I would say build your portfolio. Um, it's nice to have something to show people. Um, I'd always say work hard and, and don't give up because you never know when your next break will be or your next gig will be and who may refer you. Um, I can tell you that one of the gigs that I did with one of these top makeup artists, I wasn't really feeling it, but I just felt to, to stick it out. And then from then she's been referring me all the time. So I would just say, yeah, just keep going. Don't get frustrated, even though things can become frustrating just keep going and have the vision at the forefront of your mind thanks for sharing that and just on your six-year journey with dhm how what have you encountered any challenges or and challenges number one and throughout that journey um have you learned any lessons along the way there's always going to be challenges when uh, when you're doing a business and when you're making money, when you're losing money. There's <laughs> <laughs> always going to be challenges. But um, I think for me, the, the, the first challenge, which is for anything that you're doing in life, is to get over the battle that goes on in your mind. Um, so what's the word for it? So just really just, you know, getting over like, oh, yeah, I think I'm a failure. Oh, I'm not good at this. Oh, will I get another client? Oh, will I get another customer? Oh, I've lost so much money. Oh, I've invested so much. Where's my return? So I think, you know, instead of being disillusioned and being negative, I think the first and foremost thing is to to sort out your mindset. Because I think success is a mindset. And knowing that, you know, if you change the tone of how you speak to your business, how you speak to yourself, you know, that, that, that can really make a huge difference. I think the challenge um, initially is, is is yourself. It starts with yourself. Um, and yeah, I, I think obviously as a business, there's good days and there's bad days. Obviously the good days are very good when you're self-employed. What does a good day look days, like for you? A good day, a good week, a good month would be sales, clients, um, publications, that kind of thing would, would look good to me. Yeah. And then obviously the contrast to that, what does the bad day or the challenging day looks like? The challenging days are the contrary. So not so many clients, not so much publicity, um, you know, just being a bit demotivated. But I, I think everyone can vouch for that that's going on this journey of, you know, entrepreneurship. Yeah. And I think that's that's not enough. We don't hear enough of those challenging stories from those who are really building their empire and really starting a business. And and I would love for you to kind of speak more to that and and perhaps just reframe it in a way that, okay, even though there are challenges happening as you're going through your journey of building um, and creating and obviously being inspired to create these products that you produce, that you have created, um, what would be some of the lessons that you have learned along the way? Um, I think some of the lessons 
where do I start? Okay, I think a recent lesson for me that has been on my mind for a long time, or that had been on my mind, and that I was advised to do, and I, I kind of ignored, was to build a team. I think that's been a huge help to me. Um, you can't do anything by yourself. Like, even the Bible says, you know, someone has to be the head, someone has to be the neck, someone has to be the legs, and all of that stuff. So we can't all be the same body part you know everyone has their expertise to contribute to making it um even bigger and better and you know fruitful so I think you know lending and delegating responsibility to build the brand to what you envision envision it to be is 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 definitely a lesson learned Um, as well take it seriously be professional Um, I think that was kind of the turning point in my business when I started taking myself seriously and started taking the craft seriously you know getting a professional website done um, formulating a a proper contract open up a business account like all these things make you stand out from the next person going going to London School of Makeup I mean some people don't do that and you know you don't have to but I think sometimes having a professional qualification and going through the the steps because I learned professionalism I learned hygiene and all that kind of stuff different skin tones the the skin prep before you apply the makeup and the aftercare so all those things that YouTube doesn't speak about I felt was worthwhile and and kind of distinguishes me from the rest fantastic fantastic so what would be some of the things that just drives you what keeps you going um, I have a business coach, I have a community around me, like-minded people that are, I think, more driven than me. So I think that definitely helps me. Um, my faith in God definitely helps me reading the word, gospel music, all of that. Um, having friends and family around me definitely help. And yeah, just I think just being grounded um, and knowing that it's only the grace and favour of God that I'm still here. Nice, thank you. So, what is the goal for Isangobo? What is the end goal? What does what would success look like? Like you, obviously, you've already accomplished a, a level of success, but what what does success look like for you? And what is the end goal for you? If there is an end goal, should I say? I think when I started DHM, I read a book by Estee Lauder. Um, Estee Lauder has passed, but she's left her empire to her sons. Um, but I think once, once she got to her peak, she was able to kind of hand it over, I think similarly to other brands in the industry. So I think that the, the dream would be for someone to take it over, for it to be a global brand. Um, and yeah, I guess just to, to still get the recognition for the hard work and what I did prior to that point. Great. And you mentioned very, very brief, briefly, as in like you just slipped on it to say when, when I was asking you about the hats that you mentioned, quite quietly I have to say that you're an author as well. So could you tell us a bit about something that you have, a book that you have written? Yes, I have a book coming out, I hope next month, um, called The Imperfect Runway to Glory um, by myself, um, and <laughs> it's just about my journey to date from uh, the first chapter starts with my school days. So from school days up until now, business management, entrepreneurship, um, it touches on my faith in, in Christ. And yes, it's a great project, um, something that I wanted to do actually later in life, but because we're in a pandemic, <laughs> you know, we, we found extra time and, you know, I started writing aggressively 
at the beginning of this year and Fagos Grace it will be published next month. Amen. So what was the reason? What was what, why did you want to write a book? Yeah, I wanted to write a book because I felt like there wasn't much people don't tell you in school how to I wouldn't say live a successful life, but just they just kind of prep you to get by in life. No one talks about breaking the ceiling. Um, no one talks about being the next CEO. So I think, you know, I think I, I wanted to help people and be a source of support to say, you know, you can either go down this avenue, this avenue, or this avenue. There are other options outside of academia that, you know, they don't teach you and you're kind of sheltered from. So I think it's just kind of like, it, it falls under the genre of self-help and obviously because it's about me personally, um, it's a biography as well. Right. Nice. And when and when is is it been released? I mean, is there a release date at the moment? I don't want to say the release date because okay. we're still editing, <laughs> but um, hopefully uh, around this time next month it, it should be out and it will be out in Amazon, um, Kindle, and paperback. Great. Thank you. So, what would you say life has taught you thus far? Um. So far. Life has taught me that it's all in the mind. <laughs> the biggest battle is the mind and we really have to get over ourselves. Um, there's a young lady we both know called uh, Sotonye, Sotonye Deru. Um, she said that the biggest hurdle was myself and I agree that the biggest hurdle is ourselves. So if we can get over ourselves and what others may think of us, um, I think they call it the imposter syndrome, then you know kind of that's that's the beginning to a lot of things and again you know faith in God really helps um I don't know if I'm answering the question (laughs) but faith faith in God really helps and you know just just being surrounded by by Christians you know who are humble who acknowledge the presence of God in their lives um and you know just being diligent really I think the whole Christian walk is about having faith and, and believing. So it's it's great for someone to say, Oh, Atim, I, I believe in you, but you need to believe in yourself. Mm. So that that's when things kind of turn for the better. So it's the whole mind over matter. Yeah, exactly. Conquering your mind and yeah. Exactly oh. that. Yeah. Thank you. And what would you say, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the line? Um, what would you want your legacy to be? Our legacy would be DHM in global stores, well-known stores, Bloomingdale's, Macy's, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Harrods, all of those lovely stores. Um, you know, yeah, just just a bigger empire, something to leave for my children's children. That would be nice. And um, yeah, just to, just to know that I made an impact um, in the world as a woman, as a black woman, and as a child of God. Oh, thank you. And just in this whole pandemic uh, year that we've been in, in this lockdown, has has your business been affected by it in any way? <laughs> I think um, everyone's business has been affected, good and bad. I think it's been it's been a good time for me because I've been able to re-strategize and really focus on what's working with the business. So like products or something that could continue. 
in terms of the makeup application, that reduced greatly because you couldn't meet face to face. Um, but things are starting to open up now in terms of production shoots and things like that. So I'm definitely hope, hopeful in terms of the makeup artistry side of things that, that, that things will start to pick up in that arena. Nice, thank you. And just the last few words, you know, what, what do you want to leave to the young girl um, who aspires to be a young entrepreneur? What, what words of wisdom would you have to, would you want to share with that young person? Um, I would say, you know, aim high, sky's the limit. Um, really go for what you're passionate about and what you see yourself doing in life. Um, really focus and be disciplined because discipline equals success. Um, if you can, invest in yourself as much as you can. If it means going on courses, if it means shadowing someone that you would like to be in the future, you know, there, there's no harm in picking up the phone, there's no harm in dropping an email and, you know, just just being adamant and following up, you know, if, if they don't re- if they don't get back to you the first time, follow up the week after, you know, and just be consistent and diligent in your approach. You know, the Bible says if you don't ask, you don't get, so keep on asking, keep on knocking on the door, keep on seeking, you know, persistence is, is not a bad thing. Persistence means that you want it. So I think just just keep on going and definitely one day um, the door open. You know, with the pandemic, some people, they gave up, they packed up. But there's some people that are still pushing, they're still striving and they're actually winning because they haven't given up. So there's no, there's no, um, there's no prize for giving, there's no, there's not, I'm trying to say there's not, not a prize for giving up. So just keep on going basically because surely you'll get one customer and then that customer phrase another customer and it was if, you know, one day it'll be like there was never a pandemic. So yeah, just keep on going. Hey, thanks for sharing that. And I know I said like, this will be the last question, but I think this could be your last question because you've mentioned it on a, on a few of your responses about just you've just your faith. You've shared a few Bible references. So I'm, I'm intrigued to find out where how important your faith has played a part in just Isang um, with the many hats that Isang wears. Uh, where do I start? So, yeah, even from things like project management, things to being a founder of a business, um, being a mentor, um, all of that, it, it kind of starts with confidence, self-confidence. You know, if you don't have confidence in yourself, if you don't believe in yourself, how can you then mentor someone? How, how then can you manage certain projects? Um, how then can you, you know, decide one day that you want to write your own book and, and tell your story? So a lot of it comes from uh, within but of course it comes from the person that created me the source so I think you always need to go back to the source whenever anything is going wrong in life because you know he's the creator he's a designer he's a manufacturer so it's, it's important to for me to have faith in God and to believe that um, you know he's bigger than anything that we may face he's bigger than everything that we can see everything that we see was created by him you know he wasn't created he created everything that we can see so you know I I find it very fascinating when people say there is no God you can just go outside and look around and know that you know everything that you see around you wasn't man-made even if you if you go on a flight one moment 
you're on the runway, the next moment you're in the cloud, the next moment you're in a different part of the world. So, you know, one moment you, you're pregnant, the next moment you're holding your babies. So, you know, just having the faith in God and knowing that, you know, some, you know, he, he's in control of everything and, you know, he, he's very much concerned with everything that we're doing. Even this podcast now, God is in control. God led you to do this podcast. You know, God led me to to start off my makeup business, DHM, led me to write my first book. So, you know, it's just it's just important, I feel, to be led by the Holy Spirit and let God ultimately guide you in everything that you're doing. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Isai. It's been great to have you on the show. It wasn't so bad, was thank it? You, <laughs> thank you, Afton. Thank you, Great. Um, Thank you again, guys. So we'll see you soon. Take care. And for those who would like to get in touch with us, please do reach out to us. We're currently on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram handle is at www.realtalk and our Facebook handle is Women Working Well. Uh, So do search us. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Do comment, like, share. Share again to your networks. Um, We do want to hear from you. So until next time, this is your host, Atom Henshaw, and we're signing out from Women Working Well. Have a great rest of the week. Take care.